This is New Hampshire's home for sports on ESPN New Hampshire Radio, WGAM, Manchester, WGHM, Nashua. Where are you? In this school, um... Okay, without looking at the signs, tell me where you are. In this school, Thomas Avenue. Not even close. Okay, what city do you think you're in? in ourselves and uh, you know it's to me it's not acceptable you know uh, some of those mistakes on those goals are coming from some of our best players and uh, secondary scoring is there and yet we're still not getting the scoring that we should from a lot of our guys so I, I think that until we can find uh, or, or some of our best players can find our games we're going to be 
uh, playing these types of games, back and forth, winning a big one, losing another one, and so on and so forth. So, you know, Tuca has a bit of an off night, but the amount of times that he's bailed us out, the least we could have done was bail him out tonight. We couldn't do that. Bailey streaking in. He'll shoot. Tipped by Lee, and he scores! Anders Lee tipped it past Hudobin and then went and got it on the other side. A huge power play goal for the Islanders to restore their two-goal lead. Where are you? In this score, um... Okay, without looking at the signs, tell me where you are. In this score, Thomas Abbott. Not even close. what's being done out here it's a nightly basis i hope the world can see now what's really going on out here because it's getting ridiculous it's really ridiculous but did it come out of your mouth accidentally is that yes. what happened yes man it's, this is ridiculous man ridiculous demarcus their game plan obviously tonight was to be physical with you and get in your head you definitely held your composure throughout the game how important was that for you guys to be able to pull out this win that was light, man. I know I know what their game scheme is every night. They're hyping up that big man over there. He thinks he's a stopper. It's not happening. I, I brought him back to reality. Love, Carolyn.
Welcome to Stretch Run here in a hump day, the Wednesday before Christmas, December 21st. I'm your host, Jimmy Murphy. That is Justin Sullivan. As always, as always, nailing it on the intro. I provide the music. That's a good song. He provides the uh, clips. It's very uh, easy with that one. Yeah. That's an easy one to figure out. It's a sick song, man. That's awesome. That is Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, based out of Denver. I believe he's originally from Minnesota, but he is based out of Denver. I was introduced to him by, you know, I was actually just off the air saying it to Justin as we we're coming in. I said, you find me one show in Boston or in the New England area that comes in with an intro like that, with music clips, syncs it all together. You find me that, you know what, we'll quit right now. Yep. We'll, just, we'll just get Tip up and cap. walk away. Send Tip us a cap. clip right now, all right? Because if there's one thing that we're proud of, Justin and I with this show, it's a combination of sports and music and uh, all of it, all of it. I was I was introduced to that way of doing radio by a fellow by the name of Mitch Melnick. We had him on the show many months ago when Pete Shepard was here, and he works up at TSN six ninety in Montreal, and he he does it the best. I hope I can only fo- follow in his footsteps, but he introduced me to Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Switch, and I'll tell you what that song. I it, it immediately when I woke up today. And I saw the video of Michael Floyd's arrest. It, that song immediately went into my head. And if you listen to the words, it, it is about Nathaniel battling his alcoholism. He's been in and out of rehab. I don't even know as of now if he's currently drinking, but he battles alcoholism. And, and that is what that song is about. The trouble, the, the problems that alcohol has contributed to. Obviously, he causes his own issues, but uh, it's not an excuse by any means. But he battles those demons, and and clearly, clearly, as you're watching that video, I I know there's been a lot of jokes cracked, a lot of, a lot of, you know, kick the guy off the team, or what an idiot, and this and that. There was some, some writer today, the Boston Globe, really, tried to say that the police escalated that. And that that was a racist situation. No. The police handle that as about as perfect as you can handle an arrest. Of course. I didn't play the full thing, but they... They were respectful to him. As best as you could handle that. They were respectful to him. They didn't know what they were walking into. They they kept their calm. And if anything, they de-escalated that situation. That could have gone so many different ways there. All right? So many different ways. And we could be talking, God forbid about a serious injury or even a death. But the police, the Scottsdale police, those officers, God bless them, they handled that perfect. And now, and what's going through my head is I watched that whole video and then I, I listened to that song and, and I, I watched that over and over today. 
And what's going through my head is not how this guy can help the Patriots, whether the Patriots should keep him on the team or not. It's not laughing at this guy and saying what a joke he is. And 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 this isn't to say that I'm feeling sorry for him, but it's to say I'm feeling sad for him. Like, legit sadness. Because I have many friends and family members who have battled similar issues. It's an addiction, clearly, with him. You don't, you don't end up in that spot that he ended up by some, like, one-night binge drinking out in the town, having a good time. He, first of all, his lawyers are going to kill him. I mean, he said yes. way too much. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get the full thing. I only he got chronal- the TMZ part he, of it. he basically chronicled his day yeah. from the game on up until that moment. Yes. Let's see. I played my game at one. Okay, I did this. I did that. I started drinking right about here. And here I am. And and it's like, that's that's more than just some one-time thing. And obviously, he's had another uh, driving under the influence yes. before, operating under the influence, depending where you live, how they term it. But it's, he needs help. As I said, the bottom line, the guy needs help. That's, look, the guy needs some help. That's it. Bottom, like, take football out of it. Seeing that video, watching his face, watching what was going on in that video, the guy needs some help. Yeah. The guy needs some direction. The guy needs help. And you can you can criticize the Patriots all you want for signing him. You can criticize them for, for doing this anyways. But he needs some help. He needs some direction. And it's just, it's you said, it's sad. It's sad to see. He needs some help. He needs some direction. And hopefully, I hope to God he finds it. I hope to God he finds it because... Like you said, that's not just a, a one-time thing. He's this is a this is a thing with him where he has a problem, and hopefully, and Bill says it later. We'll play the presser later. They have they have plans in place to help him get some help. It's not even just a, a football aspect of it now. It's a it's a human to human thing now. It's a it's a person to person. So so here's here's what I'm going to say about this uh, in terms of plans to help him. I have been through a similar situation. Not necessarily exactly what he went through there, trust me. And not not a situation that serious. But I've been in situations where I, I, I've, se- I've had friends who have found themselves with their career and their lives on the line. And if I and our other friends didn't take the time to, to just say, all right, that's it. They would not be alive, maybe. They wouldn't be living with their families. They wouldn't be in a job. And they thank us for that all the time. And right now, compared to what I thought when the Patriots signed him last week, I think football-wise, I see no problem with the move, to be honest. It's a, it's a, it's a risk, but at worst, you get a draft pick out of it. At worst. You're hardly paying him anything. He's a free agent. And, and we'll listen to the clip of the Cardinals president. What's his name? Tidwell? Uh, Bidwell, yes. Bidwell. We will listen to that in the next segment. You yeah. and I got an open segment left. We're going to continue to talk about this in the, in the next segment, Sully. Yes. But the one thing I have to say in terms of how I view the situation today versus how I view it yes, viewed it yesterday after watching that video, I don't think Michael Floyd should play another game in the NFL 
until he gets the help. And I'm not saying that to punish him. I am saying that because if he continues to be, and this is a strong word, but I, it, it's true. If he is enabled more and more, he is never going to get better. Yeah, 100% agree. It's a disease. And it's scary. And this this isn't about football anymore. That video comes out right there. If I'm Bill Belichick, if I'm his agent, and if I'm his family and friend, listen, Mike, that's it, bud. All right? Here's what we're doing. We're going to fall off the grid, and you're going to give this a serious try, and we're going to go to Bill Belichick right now, and we're going to sit and we're going to have a meeting with him and tell him this. Maybe he'll say, okay, come back to me when you're fixed. Maybe he won't. But I can tell you what. He's never going to ever recover properly if he doesn't do that right now. This is a turning point yeah. for him. This is, this is rock bottom. You've hit rock bottom. Well, you're he pre- hasn't. That's the problem, I think. He hasn't hit rock bottom. He has if a this, job. If they, well, that's what I'm saying. What's your, what's your, what's your portraying He needs is, to put himself at rock bottom. He's putting himself at rock bottom. Yes. Saying, this is it. I, get, I can only go up from here. i got to figure this out. And I agree with you 100%. It, when, when you have a job and when you make $1.5 million and, and you continue to get a paycheck, yeah, it's very easy for this just to continue to happen. We see it all the time in sports. How many, how many drug issues have you seen? Johnny Manziel. Look at Johnny Manziel. He's a exactly. mess. He might not be alive next year. He, he's, he, exactly. has, he has not figured and, it out. And yet. I don't want to see that happen to exactly. Michael Floyd right now. He's a talented kid. He's, he's uh, young enough. All the accounts, the Cardinals owner said it too. He's a great kid. It's just football got, shouldn't be his focus right now. He just has he has a problem right now. That's it, and he need, and it needs to get taken care of. It needs to get and, hit in the butt I, right now. And that's my issue. I'm not criticizing the Patriots. I'm not saying that they're condoning drinking and driving. They're condoning alcoholism. I'm I'm not saying that by any means. They're doing what any other NFL team in their position. Okay, and I know all the other teams passed on him, but they passed on him because he's a free agent. And they didn't want to deal with the mess. And they're not in a position to win a Super Bowl like the Patriots. And they don't need a receiver like that. Football-wise, I don't blame the Patriots. Yes. But right now, all of a sudden, you gotta you got to throw the football aside. And this needs to be about a person's life. And this needs to be a, a well-being, a wellness decision. This, this It can't be about football anymore with Michael Floyd. It just can't. And... You know, I, I'm praying for him. I'm, I'm pulling for this guy. Oh, you know, I'm a Notre Dame fan, man, so I've always liked him. But to see that, I'm a human being fan. All right? And if this was Sully or this was one of my buddies, that's how I'd be acting right now. This is what I'd be saying. I'd be like, look, man, you, you got your, the skills. got to take care of yourself. Your skills, isn't, your skills aren't going anywhere. Yeah. All right? You're going to. 63220. You're a natural. Can't change that. That's it. God gave you that. Now go get fixed. And come back and do something with it. And I I don't see that happening right now. And that's what scares me the most. And we'll get into the football side of it. And I, I got a lot to say about Buildwell. All right, getting up on his little pedestal there and blasting him. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we'll, we're going to play that. We're going to play the full arrest clip in the next segment. we got an open segment. You want to call us, give us your thoughts on what to me now has become 
a life situation versus a sports situation. Calls here on a stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. 603-883-9900. 603-883-9900. Tell us what you think should be the next step for Michael Floyd and or the Patriots going forward after what you, by now, I'm sure, unless you're in a cocoon, have seen and or heard. We'll be back here on ESPN 8 NH. Saying a fast one there. Yes. This is the stretch run. And with a heart so weak and abandoned. You're listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, right here on ESPN New Hampshire. ESPNNHradio.com. This is the most beautiful thing I ever seen. Find the latest schedules, show blogs, podcasts, and all the breaking sports news in our area, from high school to the pros. Awesome. Want some new apparel? Yeah, baby. Welcome. Visit ESPNNHradio.com for shirts, hats, and all things ESPN New Hampshire. Woo! We've got it all here. Just visit our website at ESPNNHradio.com. Looking for a stylish place to call home? Then you need to check out the brand new apartment homes in Lowell at 24 Merrimack Street. The apartments at 24 Merrimack Street are located in historic downtown Lowell and offer unique apartment living within an historic 19th century building. Residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities. Just moments from downtown Lowell's boutique shops, cafes, and entertainment. For more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's 24MerrimackStreet.com. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. We just bought a fixer-upper, and I don't know where to begin. So I went to see Paul at our neighborhood Ace. I told Nate we have everything he needs to help him repair their home, from a wide selection of paint colors, craftsman tools, and the best lawn and garden brands. Ace is the place with exactly what you need, starting with help. Ace Hardware now is a brand-new store in Nashua on Pearl Street downtown. That's right, a brand-new Ace Hardware store in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. Nashua Ace Hardware is a division of Nashua Wallpaper. If a disaster ever struck your home or business, would you know who to call? Make Peniel Environmental your first choice in disaster restoration. Peniel provides comprehensive fire, water, mold, and asbestos remediation services and are family-owned and operated. They clean up and restore every square inch of damage so that it's better than new once they are finished. Plus, Peniel works with all insurance companies and provides the industry's best warranty. For a free consultation, please call 885-317-8236 or visit PenielENV.com. 
Should you worry about identity theft during the tax season? The answer is yes. The IRS reported over $6 billion in fraudulent refunds in a single year just due to identity theft. Does it matter if you're not getting a refund this year? No, it doesn't because thieves can use the information from your tax documents to commit crimes. They can drain your bank account, open fraudulent credit card accounts. They can do it well after the tax season ends. Maybe you think you're okay because you have free credit monitoring. Free credit monitoring might tell you there's a problem but they don't help you solve that identity theft problem. LifeLock will. As a LifeLock member, if you're a victim of ID tax fraud, the U.S.-based team of specialists know how to step up, make the calls to help resolve identity theft now. Get peace of mind with LifeLock. Memberships start at just $9.99 a month, plus applicable taxes. Enrollment only takes a minute. Call 1-800-877-0544 or go to LifeLock.com now and use the promo code PATRICK. That's PATRICK to save 10% on your membership. 800-877-0544. Sergeant R.J. Anderson's dream was to take to the skies. I've always wanted to be a soldier. But my ultimate goal was to be a pilot. I think I was meant to, to fly. I had just applied to be a part of the 160th SOAR Regiment, and I was going to airborne school that next Monday. So I decided to go on a motorcycle ride with my buddies. We were going through a turn, and that's all I remember. That's the day everything changed. I was told by the doctor that I would never walk again. Thanks to Paralyzed Veterans of America, competing in adaptive sports lit my fire again. They help you transition for the rest of your life to that individual that you want to be. Sports like hand cycling really pushes you to, to find who you are in that redefining moment after injury. With PVA Sports, I've, I've found my freedom. Now when I think about my future, the possibilities are endless. For more information, visit pva.org, a public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata, and recently at the mall, I wheeled past a woman who was offering people a little tray full of food samples, barbecued pieces of chicken on toothpicks. She said to me, may I offer you one? And she held it up, at which point I directed my friend to take it and put it in my mouth. <gasps> Immediately, the woman apologized profusely, saying, oh, I'm so sorry. I did not realize you were, I, I mean, I, I didn't know you couldn't use your hands. She was horrified. But I told her, don't worry, it's okay. I said, next time, if you want to offer a sample and you see the person has a disability, just say, do you need any assistance? Well, this lady was so grateful, so thankful I had given her useful language should it happen again in the future. And from disabilitycampaign.org, I hope that this little lesson provides you with useful language too. It's always good to ask if someone needs assistance. Thursday night and the NFL triple letter. Nobody does the NFL like ESPN New Hampshire.
Welcome back to the Stretch Run here on ESPN New Hampshire. I'm your host, Jimmy Murphy. That is Justin Sullivan working the boards. That is the mighty, mighty Boss Tones this you know, time I love of year. Stones, man. Oh. Making you a fan of them, huh? Oh, I lo- well, I was in love with the impression that I get. That was one of yeah. my band songs. I loved it. Loved it. Ask anybody, ask any of my friends. That was by far our favorite song. You know I love my horns, and that yeah. that right there is just now awesome. you're starting to learn more about. Them. Yeah, oh, they're great, man. Awesome. We gotta get you. Uh, we gotta get you into the shows next week. Yeah, I'm in. They're down at the House of Blues, uh, the 28th, 29th, and 30th in Boston, the Bostons for their annual hometown throwdown. The mighty mighty Bostons highly highly urge you to get tickets and check it out. It is a fun time. Lots of Christmas festive things to uh, give you the atmosphere, and then. A few surprises, too. They're always, uh, like, we had Mike McCoggan from the Street Dogs, and he said how it's a big punk rock fest. Well, this is a big Boston music scene fest. A lot of local musicians tend to show up and come on stage and jam with them. That's the best. So uh, you get your money's worth for sure when you go to the hometown throwdown with the Bostons. Um, We've got a good show. Let me give you the lineup before we get back into the Michael Floyd stuff. We will definitely talk about it. Uh, again, with Chris Price of WEEI.com. Of course, he covers the Patriots for them. He'll be on at 4.05. Uh, we'll get the latest Patriots news as they prepare for the New York Jets on Christmas Eve day. And, of course, we will talk a little more Michael Floyd with him. Uh, before that, though, in our next segment, we're going to play you the Belichick presser from today, which was really interesting. Uh, usually it's a, you know, a snooze, snooze fest. fest. And but, of course... <laughs> Given what happened with Floyd, with the video being released, everyone was waiting for someone to ask him a question, and you'll hear it. It doesn't happen until the end. And our man, (laughs) Phil A. Perry. Very clever. Absolutely. Nailed it. Sets Belichick up. It's just like like a a Yarmir Jagger goal right in front. Love Carolyn. Yeah. A nice assist. So he, he, uh, you'll see. He sets him up, and he and all of a sudden Belichick is just frazzled. His and face so was... frazzled that the, the press conference ended after his answer, and they immediately, within ten minutes, sent a press release out and said Tom Brady's press conference, which was supposed to take place an hour later, mm-hmm. was postponed until tomorrow because they need to prepare Tom for how he will answer what are sure to be tough questions regarding the Michael Floyd situation. Now let's get back to that situation right now. Oh, excuse me. I forgot to give you the rest of the guest list. So we'll talk Patriots with Chris Price at 405. We will talk NBA and Celtics with our man Peter Yiannopoulos from TSN and RDS at 425. At 505, we'll talk some Bruins with Ty Anderson. Um, but we got a couple more open segments left like this one. So if you want. That type of day. Definitely, yeah. Definitely give us a say. We want to leave it open. I know we're usually loaded with guests, but uh, this is your chance to. Chime in on the stretch run. Let us know your thoughts on whatever topic might be floating around in your head. And uh, you can give us a call, 603-883-9900, 603-883-9900. Hit me up on Twitter, at Murphy's Law 74 The station is at ESPNNH, at ESPNNH. And the show Twitter handle is at the stretch run NH, at the stretch run NH. Now, we have uh, the clip, a shortened clip of Michael Floyd's arrest here. And as I said earlier, this is another topic that I want to discuss regarding it. We got the full one. Peter A. Oh, we got the full. So we're going to play this, all right? And what, what I want you to keep in mind as you listen to this is how 
these policemen. Now, of course, the policemen are white and Michael Floyd is black. Yes. Okay. So obviously potential based on the climate we live in right now. Especially in Arizona. Especially in Arizona for a very controversial path they could have taken. We all know where I'm going with this. They did not. They went the complete opposite. Complete opposite. And yet, Peter Abraham of the Boston Globe, who covers the Red Sox, does a great job covering them, decides to tweet, feel bad for Michael Floyd. The police escalated that. Okay? You tell me, after you listen to this, where it was escalated. If anything, it was de-escalated. There was no escalation. It was amazing how they handled it. And not that I think he purposely did it. I think it was more that he was on another planet. Michael Floyd himself was very calm and respectful towards the police. Again, I think this had something to do with his mental state and physical state at that point. But still, it could have gone so many different and bad directions and yet this is how it went Try and wake him up. Scottsdale Police. Chuck, does that door open? Sit. 
I'm not going to ask you again. Sit I on know, the curb. Why, why are you guys being like this? I'm okay, do you have any idea why we're contacting you or why we're acting like this? Yes, sir. Why are we doing all this? No, I don't know why. You have no idea why? No, I don't. Okay. You rolled in? Cool. Yes, I'm supposed to take a left. Okay. Do you have any idea why I'm talking to you, sir? You're supposed to take a left with me. Okay. No, because you I sat through... Okay. You sat through two light cycles and you were asleep behind the wheel. Okay? You passed out behind the wheel of your car. That's why all this is happening. Okay, where are you coming from tonight, sir? From my house to pick up my nephew from the airport. Okay, do you have any idea where you're at right now? Yes, I am. Where, where are you? In this store, um... Okay, without looking at the signs, tell me where you are. In this store, Thomas Avenue. Not even close. Okay, what city do you think you're in? Okay. Wow. He was not on. He was not on this planet. There's no. no. Way. He is not on this planet. Yeah, and I, I would. I would think that maybe there were some other things in alcohol involved I would say, as there's, well. There's no way that that's just alcohol. You know, <laughs> he's though not. he was, according to uh, multiple reports, and the Scottsdale police, uh, he had a blood alcohol level of point two one seven. He should be dead. Yeah, that's blasted. That's what I call blasted. Now, as we were saying, where this isn't a one-time thing, and clearly he has an issue, when he was busted for the same crime in 2011 while at Notre Dame, he had an alcohol level of .19. When this guy drinks and drives, he drinks and drives. Yes. When he, you know, when he drinks... He drinks. And, I mean, he, as you heard there, I mean, the, the, you know, that says it all right there. But back to my question How can Peter Abraham or any of the other people on Twitter today claim that racism and police brutality were an issue there? Yeah, no. Mark, yeah, I mean, the listeners can't see it. But I, I am I'm African American. I'm black. Yeah. There's nothing anywhere near close to this. People don't. This guy's six three, two hundred twenty pounds, and he's blasted out of his mind. Okay, this could have went ten times worse than it did. That was about the easiest de-escalation of a situation I've ever seen. I've been it was amazing. I've been I've seen plenty of fights. I've seen plenty of yeah. situations like that. You know, like when you walk you, late it, night, it turns last bad. call at a bar. Oh yeah. I've, you know? seen, I've seen enough of that, and it's and I've seen a lot worse than this. This guy was behind the wheel, his car was in drive, and he was blasted. And how calmly this was taken care of, there was no, there was, of course, they're yelling because they have to give commands. That's their job. They have right. to be assertive, and they don't know what they're walking into. Like you said, this beginning of this video is the guy jumping out of his cop car, looking around like, "What is going on here?" He has no clue what's going I, I, on. I'll here. put it this way. All right, we're going back a few here now. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll show my age a bit. But when I when I was in college at UMass Amherst, yeah, every year towards the end of the year, we were actually the last weekend of the year when exams were done. Uh, they would have this thing right next to the campus. There was an off-campus apartment complex called Hobart, and uh, anyone that's gone to UMass will know what I'm talking about if they're listening. And they would have this. Giant party. Throwdown. All right. Yeah. It's just a, it was the end of the year. Let's go nuts. Let we it finish all out. exams. Yeah. Let it all out. 24 apartments. Every apartment got a keg or more. And 
they went nuts. And it's this apartment complex, and if you can, you picture it, it's a, it's you come in, and then it's a giant circle. Okay, and so you you know you can just go party to yeah, party. You hop, if you, bar- you hop, yeah. All right, and of course, it's college. There's underage drinking, and there's going to be fights, and there's going to be stuff that the police can bust you for. And the police know about it. And overall, they usually do a great job of monitoring it and keeping the peace. And the only thing they ask is that you don't go on the street because it's considered public property. Yeah. Once you step on that street. If you have a beer in your hand, you are eligible to be arrested there uh, for open container. Yeah. So. Simple request. This one year, (laughs) ironically, I'm the designated driver. Yeah. Dead sober. Being the good guy. I'm I'm being a good guy. I've got my girlfriend and three other people. Taking care of the homies. All right. And I'm just sitting there waiting. And the girlfriend says, I'm going to go pee in the bushes. Can you hold my beer? And I don't think anything of it. Yeah, of course. I'm sitting there. So I'm on the side. And apparently, I stepped down for a second, and I had a foot on the street. Within seconds, two cop cars pull up. Cops get out, throw me down on the hood, cuff me, grab me, slam me against the car. And then all of a sudden, my friends see this, and then they see the way they were really rough with me, and they threw me in the car. And we're sitting there, and he's radioing the arrest in, and he's arresting me for empty container. I'm like, I'm sober, man. This isn't yeah. even my beer, you know? And it's like, who's it? I'm like, well, I'm not going to throw them under the bus. I'm not going <laughs> to rat them out. Yeah. Plus, she was underage at the time. So they arrest me, and I go down, and, I get the, and it's whatever. I fought it, and I got out of it. But as they're sitting there calling it in, because of the way they had handled it, they start getting pelted with beer bottles, oh, and geez. a riot ensues. Yeah. I could see All that. because of the way they treated me. I could see that. That... That was not even not that even, even close. close to that. Not even near close. It, it, that, I'm just trying to give an example of how, how many different ways an this arrest went, can go. This could have went so. This could have been so much worse. So that's like not even the topic here. Yeah. If the if I have to go home and watch this on the news and and hear any talk of police brutality as someone who's African American, I'm gonna lose. Yeah. My, I'm gonna lose my mind because you know that is as as best of a way you can handle this. I repeat, this guy is six three, two hundred twenty pounds. You don't know what he has on. Yeah. Him. You don't know what's going on. They're pulling up to this guy. They see a parked car, and they have no idea what they're walking into. They have to be commanding. They have to assert themselves, and they handled it. But they it. weren't even that commanding. No. After after I mean, they no, got him out of the car, yeah. they asked, it was a regular how many conversation. Times, how many times did he lift his arms and move his oh, arms God, around? Yeah. yeah. They got him out of the car, and then it was a normal conversation. And that was it. Where are you? Where now are the you end coming of it. from? Exactly. And that was it. So if I have to listen to this about police brutality, you know, and, 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 and that's what not what this is. You and I were having a conversation with someone. We won't Whatever, earlier today. Yeah. And that person says, well, I mean, you see the way the police treat minorities. and uh, Okay, right. yes. what's your point? That's I live in situation. a specific situation we're discussing. Just because a separate group of police go over the line doesn't mean these ones did. Yes, exactly. And, you know, so I really hope that not, you know, those cops aren't criticized in their town there or any. And if I'm Michael Floyd. I'm thanking them. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I'm writing them, a and not to note. get out of trouble. Really? I'm literally thanking them. Yeah, this could have went, could have went so much, so much worse than it did. You know, you know? so so much worse than it did. I they, think they, they handled, handled it great as wow. best as best as they could. You know? Yeah. So anyhow, we got the Belichick pressure coming up, and like I said, you want to pay attention because it, it's very interesting how our man Philly Perry sets him up what, for what the big question a at legend, the end. A legend. That and was just catches area. Belichick off guard. So stay tuned for that here in the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. We'll be back.
Holiday season while we was young, growing up, everything be cool. And Mr. Grinch show up, always plotting and scheming to ruin everybody. Holiday season and never had a justifiable reason. I am the real one. They call me the Grinch. I tried to live with the game, but it was making me wish. I sing happy kids with gifts, Merry Christmas. They shouted. I stole the gifts, and there was nothing anyone could do about it. <laughs> to the stretch run with jimmy murphy stay tuned for the right time with bomani jones only here on espn new hampshire radio the apple therapy student athlete of the month is brought to you by apple therapy visit AppleTherapy.com. this is laura remillard with november's male student athlete of the month jeruk hassan from bedford high school can you tell me a little bit about your experience as a senior this year as a senior has been very crazy football wise like winning it in ot versus merrimack what schools are you looking at i'm looking at northeast here in st lawrence just a lot of good educational schools in new england what are you looking to major in i'm looking to go into pre-med how excited are you about d1 football state champion Congratulations. Thank you so much. Our whole team is definitely very excited. It's the first one in DHS history for football to actually come out with a win this year. It's incredible. And definitely to be a captain of that team and finally put that banner up. Tell me a little bit about your volunteer work. During the summer, I was a volunteer at the LA Hawks. I did a lot of volunteer with the National TV, so like HRC, FBI, part of the National Honor Society goal. So there's a lot of volunteer work that I have to do with them. I volunteer for blood drives. And I actually put on a dodgeball tournament last year for the Children's Miracle Network. We donated like around $1,000 worth. What inspires you to participate in all this volunteer work? I know a lot of people need our help, though. I just try to get back, try and do my part, and just volunteer my time. Is there anything else that you can really say that you got out of going to school in Bedford? Privilege to play sports here. It's amazing because all the coaches, they really care about you. Coach Stinks, like, I look at him like as my best friend, but when it's time to you know, put on the pads, then he's definitely there to coach you up, too. So the teachers are amazing. They really care about you. Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers and all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. There's no better place to watch football than Buffalo Wild Wings. Monday night, Thursday night, or all day Sunday, visit your local Buffalo Wild Wings at 8 Loudon Road in Concord or inside the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester for the best football watching experience. While you're there, grab a Bud or Bud Light Hall Draft for only $3.49 or a Goose Island IPA for $4.99 all December long. Join the fun for Bud Light Wednesday Night Trivia at Buffalo Wild Wings where you can test your knowledge and win great prizes like ski tickets. Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord and Manchester. Wings, beer, sports. Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center, they provide a comfortable and friendly environment while offering high-quality imaging for open MRI and low-dose CAT scans and ultrasounds, all at an affordable price. Their modern technology allows for accurate diagnosis while ensuring complete patient comfort and safety. For more information or to set up an appointment, please call 603-622-3670 or visit bedfordsurgical.com or baskimaging.com. The money-saving tip. Coming at you with another money-making tip. How to save money effectively. Tired of overpaying for stuff? 
then head to ESPNNHradio.com and check out the ESPN New Hampshire Deals page. You can save up to 50% on deals from all your favorite local businesses and restaurants. Why pay full price when gift cards and gift certificates are only a few clicks away? So start saving now by going to ESPNNHradio.com and checking out the new ESPN New Hampshire Deals page. You're welcome. Are you ready for some football? How about five NFL games a week all right here on ESPN New Hampshire? you're excited it's bill belichick time here in the stretch run on espn new hampshire and as promised we deliver you his press conference taped earlier today at gillette stadium and here's how it went down all right well we uh i know we played the jets a few weeks ago but really this has um been quite a few changes from um in this past month so we got a lot of work to do relative to uh, preparing for this game on another short week. Um, you know, offensively, um, a team that was very explosive um, it's become even more explosive with uh, kind of the emergence of um, Anderson, Powell, um, Jenkins, uh, plus you know the Anunua, Marshall, Forte um, group that we already you know spent a lot of time talking about. Uh, but these guys, um, Powell and Anderson in particular, have been extremely productive um, and explosive the last uh, few weeks. And um, it's like Petty has a lot of confidence in those guys, and, um, and their production's been been very impressive. Defensively, uh, same thing. Some some new players in the secondary. Um, it's like some uh, by necessity, others um, maybe not, but. Um, not sure which of these guys will will be back or how they'll how they decide to play them, but uh, you know Burris has done a done a good job for him. Uh, corner Williams that's at the nickel spot uh, screen has been out, but you know we know he's a good player. Of course, uh, you know Rivas Pryor um, they've they've done a good job uh, with those with those guys. Same thing linebacker getting Lee back. We got him back in our game, but you know he's played a lot more now. Um, doesn't come off the field. It looks like they're getting uh, some guys back at outside linebacker, defensive end, however you want to call it. <clears throat> so, um, 
again, a little bit of a different look than uh, what we saw a month ago or even in the last couple of weeks as we've gone through these games where the, where the rotation or the players that are available to them uh, have been, been a little bit different. So I uh, think they've, they've built some depth. Um, maybe they weren't necessarily trying to do, but sometimes it works out that way. You know, the kicking game, you know, Martin's still, um, you know, the guy who stop. I mean, he's one of the top players in the league. He's done a great job for him. Um, you know, we got to do a good job on Marshall, a big, strong runner back there. Um, kind of different than a lot of guys that we see, but, you know, hard guy to tackle, very physical runner. So they've got good good players in the kicking game, a lot of, a lot of aggressiveness. Um, they're linebackers, they're safeties. Uh, they do a good job, uh, good punt rush team, good punt force team. So... Um, a lot of a lot of weapons offensively. Uh, a lot of a lot of different faces. I would say from where we were a month ago, uh, we've got to really hone in our preparation for a team that, uh, on paper, um, you would think we know well. But in this case, I'd say really there's a lot of a lot of work to do. And so uh, another short week, we'll just have to have to grind through it here. Um, so that's where we're at. I know you always prepare for every possibility in terms of the opposing quarterback, but in this situation, how different are Fitzpatrick and Petty to prepare for? Uh, I mean, they're both good. They both are athletic. They can both run. Um, both throw a good deep ball. Um, obviously, Fitzpatrick has a little more experience, but Petty's got a good arm. He's thrown some, some balls into tight spots. Um, and it's kind of lasered him in there. Um, you know, Fitzpatrick is the same kind of guy. He's an aggressive thrower, especially down the field. Uh, and those receivers will go get the ball, uh, especially Marshall and Anonwa. But you know, Anderson has shown that he'll go up and get it in a crowd too, go up and take it away. He's got great leaping ability and good timing. I mean, he's not as big as those guys, but his, his ability to go up and, and time his jump and, and take the ball away from defenders um, like he did in the San Francisco game. Um, and he's obviously got great speed like we saw in the Rams game. Um, but he's you know, the Miami game. I mean, he's he's made big plays every week. So um, it's I think the quarterbacks. You know, any quarterback likes a receiver that's open, and a receiver that makes plays, and they they got a bunch of them. So I think that's you know we got to do the job on the quarterback, but we got to cover the receivers. Powell's you know right at the top of the leagues in the top I don't know three four whatever it is in receiving for backs. So he's got fifty some catches, so they get a lot of production out of him too. And he's tough with the ball in his hands. So that's a lot of explosive players. Bill, continuing on Powell, things that I've read suggest that the thing about him is he runs hard every play and keeps his motor running, and that's when he's his most dangerous. When you think you got him, you don't. He makes a lot of yards on his own. Yeah, he's not the biggest guy, but he's he does run hard. He's got good balance. He gets hit, but he's able to maintain his balance, stay on his feet. Um, he's got, got good feet. He spins and um, you know, ducks under some tackles. A little, little bit unorthodox, but, uh, but athletic. He, guys don't really get um, a lot of clean shots at him. He's able to avoid those hits and, as I said, spin off him or, or bounce off him for extra yards, retain his, regain his balance sometimes. And um, He's turned a lot of three-yard completions into 15-yard gains or 10-yard gains where he makes a couple guys miss in space and um, things like that. He's bounced out some runs. He had a couple against San Francisco where he, you know, started up inside over the guard or off tackle, and then you know saw some space, got outside, and you know makes a guy miss in space, and it's 15 yards. So 
Uh, he's he can run inside, but he's he's got good vision and good quickness. And when he gets outside, he's a, he's a tough guy to handle in space. And he plays hard. He's he's very uh, very aggressive runner. He's he he gets a lot of extra yards on his own. He doesn't go down easy. He's a he's a tough kid and and um, he's got good good run instincts. Knows how to gain yards. Been reminding me about it every couple of days, Mike. I appreciate that. I would have think I would have slipped by, and we'll, we will make that decision. And no breaking news. Yeah, well, we will make that decision. Mm-hmm. We'll make it by the time we have to make it. We'll absolutely make it. Four Pro Bowlers: um, Tom, Devin, Dante, and Matthew. What are your thoughts on? I mean, they're all good players. Um, they've all done a good job for us. Yeah. Pro Bowl, I mean, it is what it is. So I don't really comment on the process or all that, but all the players that are selected are good players. There's a lot of other good players in the league, too. How Who gets selected and doesn't get selected, I mean, I don't know. Talk to the voters. It's only been a couple days. How is Michael Floyd coming along? Uh, you know, we'll practice today. I mean, we didn't practice yesterday, so practice today. Let's see where we're at. Well, on, uh, on Devin, I mean, you made the Pro Bowl, I think, in 2010 as a, as a corner to make that transition to a safety and get that kind of recognition at two different positions. What does that speak to, his, you know, how hard he has worked over you know, his career to make that transition? Yeah, that's, you know, that's pretty impressive because that's uh, – now, it's a tough transition to make because you're, you're seeing the game from two different spots. You're seeing the game from outside in on the perimeter, and you're seeing the game from inside out uh, with a lot of a lot of people that can get to you uh, from the safety position. And usually he's in the middle of the field, so he's not a um, you know guy that's in a shorter space, a down type safety. He's usually, although he does do that, but uh, so he sees the game from the inside out from the free safety position and from the outside in as a corner. Um, Devin's very smart. He has great awareness of the entire concept of the defense, what the what the defense is designed to do, what strengths are, what it's taken away, where we're weak, how to try to compensate for that. Sometimes we have checks that will get us out of situations that we uh, feel vulnerable in in certain calls. So uh, he's responsible for a lot of that. But you know, his leadership, uh, his, his on-the-field play, uh, his toughness, his – He's done whatever we asked him to do, whether it's return kickoffs or cover kicks or block the gunners on the punt return team or rush field goals or whatever it is. He's He's been a, not only a dependable player but a good player for us in all those different areas. And, and as I said, he gives us great communication, great leadership on and off the field. How much flexibility does he give you on defense with his ability to – drop down and cover and are there things on defense that you might not be able to do if he wasn't back there at free safety wouldn't be able to do them as well yeah I don't either not do them or not do them as well yeah so to take basically a corner and be able to drop them down in a coverage situation is a um that's a, that's definitely a weapon um in with the safety position um his speed his range to cover this field in the deep part of the field but also in the running game to close down those alleys when the, the runners get through those off tackle or sometimes bounce plays out, that type of thing, uh, to be able to, to get to those. And he's a good tackler. He wraps up and, you know, had a big hit last week in the 
in the Denver game on fourth down. So he's a good contact player, but he's a sure tackler. Some guys you know, come down and they get some and they miss some. He, he doesn't miss very many. Um, he's a he's a sure tackler, and uh, when he's got a chance to you know, to make good solid contact, he'll do that. But he doesn't do it at the expense of missing a guy and you know giving up another twenty or thirty yards after the play. So. Um, his judgment, uh, his decision making back there, which is a critical part of that position, is is key. But his coverage ability, his ability to play the run and the pass, play down, play back, uh, play corner in some situations where we have to match a safety up outside on an extended receiver or a tight end or something like that. Uh, things that he's he's done a lot and is comfortable with. So he, he gives us a lot of versatility. Bill, it's been out a while, but somebody edited a video of you singing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas at the podium right there. Have you seen it? No, I missed it. That's it, it's been edited, yeah. True or false, Bill Belichick goes caroling every year. Love caroling. And just on uh, the topic of videos, uh, that Michael Floyd video was kind of ugly. Had you seen that a week ago, do you think he still would have claimed them? Yeah, uh, we were aware of his situation when we claimed them. Had you seen the video before you claimed them? We were aware of the situation before we claimed them. He's in an ongoing legal situation that I'm not going to comment on. I wonder if the people have any system in place uh, a procedure or a process to help support a guy like Floyd following the DUI charge. Uh, well, we have a lot of things in our in our um, on our team to handle a multitude of things that players, coaches, anybody in our organization really that that can come up. There are a lot of things outside of football that we all deal with. Uh, it's a long, long list and. We provide a lot of resources for everybody on that. Um, so, yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. Okay, thank you. Wow. Whoa, Our man, Phil go. A. Perry, <laughs> dropping the bomb on him, man. Oh, would you look at that? He set him up so bad. The look on Bill Belichick's face. Like, he's thinking this is all, oh, this is good. I got out of here yeah, without a question exactly. about it. It's all fluff. It's Hunky all fun. Hunky-dory. Hunky-dory Christmas. Oh, it's Christmas time. Oh, and speaking Christmas of caroling. videos. I love Christmas caroling. Speaking of videos. <laughs> wow. Good job speaking by of, Phil A. Perry. Good job. Speaking Bill, did you see that uh, that video there? Have you seen it yet? I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know if you yeah. watch it. Oh, wow. Unreal. Un- unbelievable what he did there. That was just one of the most epic turnarounds I've ever seen. Yeah. That, Wow. And like I said, immediately Tom Brady's press conference was postponed. And like, okay, I guess we're not getting out of here without any questions. Interesting stuff there. This is not going to go away. I told you how I think the Patriots can make it go away. You're not making Michael Floyd go away permanently. Just say, look, there's a spot in this roster for you next year if you want to earn it. But go get help. And that's what I would do if I was the New England Patriots. And in honor of Bill Belichick and his caroling, Here's some epic Christmas caroling that I found on YouTube for you, Bill. We'll be back here on a stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. Love caroling. Love caroling.